What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast. Today, we are having a woodsy experience. We are having an earthy experience. We are climbing peaks and mountains in ways that you wouldn't expect in business. We are talking today with Christine Trumbull, and I just need to read her bio. She's got a brand new podcast that just released two weeks ago, and I had to bring her out here because Spitfires come in all different journeys, all different pathways, but our stories overlap in very similar ways. And I wanted to bring Christine on to share her story, but first I'm gonna just read the highlights. She had it all, a successful boutique CPA firm that she built and sold. She had an adorable and loving husband whose business she was hoping she was helping to scale. Kids that had grown and moved out, they were empty nesters on the move. They had a fun life of, lo of love and luxury, travel and success. But when she lost her husband, David, to cancer in 2019, she lost him, the business, and even her office. In the blink of an eye, she had lost her life in a way. Over the next year, Christine spent her time hiking and climbing mountains, soul searching and trying to find herself again. She lost herself in those woods. And with every step forward and every mountain she conquered, she found herself and her power. And at the end of that year, she realized she needed to go back to work helping others conquer their own fears, challenges, and maybe tragedies to create a business and life that give them time, joy, and freedom, a life that allows them to get past the overwhelm of their day and finally create the business of their dreams. And now Christina is showing women how they can climb their own mountains, claim their own power. And with her consulting company, she teaches women entrepreneurs and a few brave men how to launch and scale their own business. So Christine, thank you so much for joining us on the Spitfire podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. <sighs> I'm like, I feel like I need to go get some hiking boots and like get into nature. Like I feel this call like nothing else after this year. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. A lot of people have, <laughs> and it's, it's, uh, it's very good for the soul. 2019 was a big year for you. Let's go beyond that. So let's start like 2015, 2016. You've got your, your business, you're running a CPA company, you're supporting your family, you're supporting your husband and his business. What, who was Christine then? Um, at that point, uh, Christine, before she sold the firm was um, disenchanted uh, with, I'd, been, I'd had the firm for about 14 years and I was, I was burnt out. Um, I was, uh, come to find out later, I was doing things that I didn't, that were not in my um, highest and best place to be. I, I was spending way too much time doing things that I, that were not giving me energy, that were draining me of energy, um, which is why I finally sold the firm and then went to work with him so that I could <laughs> figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. <laughs> it was a career change and I didn't know where that was taking me. So I decided to hang out with him for a little while and, and help him uh, do, you know, just get past that, 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 that block that he just couldn't get past. Mm. I, I see this pop up so much of, let me help you unblock yourself and hope that I can unblock myself <laughs> in the process. Do you see exactly. this a lot with your clients? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. And, and it's it, sometimes when you can focus on somebody else, you are able to learn far more about yourself. Um, and, and that is definitely, I, I've learned so much about myself and, and, and him and our relationship and my relationship with life just in those few short years. Yeah. 
little bit more than what I wanted to sometimes. <laughs> right. We don't really get to, to uh, select the syllabus of our, uh, of our life no. education. No, no, we do not. <laughs> so what, what would you say the, the course that you inadvertently signed up for was during that time? Oh, um, resilience, um, strength, um, power, enlightenment, realization, uh, all the things that we, we say we want, but when it really starts being handed to you, um, you realize that it can be painful, it's uncomfortable, it's effort, uh, and we're not really geared, I mean, we're, 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 we're not raised, we're not taught, we're not in a society that, that is very welcoming of painful education. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you get to the other side of it, it it's, again, I, I'm going to, you know, I've learned, I, I, over this past year, I, I just, everything is the analogy of the mountain and the, and the, the climbing. When you get to the top, when you get to the other side, you, you go, oh, that's why I did this. And yeah, it hurt and it sucked all the way up. But, you know, once you get to the top, it's, it's, oh, okay, I get it. Now I, now I understand. Mm. So I'm imagining this top, like when we're out on a mountain, when we're out on a hike, we can visualize the top of the mountain. But I'm curious how we know when we're at that, the top of our own internal mountain. Um, Well, quite frankly, I feel like that top, shifts consistently <laughs> right <laughs> I, I you know i i it's like i get to the top and and then it, it moves you know another thousand feet up and and i often am going wait what <laughs> um because it does it's ever shifting and you know once you get to one what you know new level new devil but once you get to a certain place another if you if you ask and you want to continue to attain more and um, level up and grow more, then you're gonna get that ability to do <laughs> to do that, and that's gonna be you know another opportunity to learn and another probably another challenge, another struggle, whatever. Um, life is not necessarily comfortable when you want to grow and when you want to get better, but it's definitely worth it. What do you see as the the main blocker or obstacle for people in leveling up? Uh, Fear. Fear is always the base of uh, every negative energy. Fear is, I I mean, every, every blocker that you can come up with comes back, will eventually come back to some form of fear. Fear of failure, fear of success, fear of gaining, fear of losing. There's, you know, fear is the root cause for for just about everything um and it may may dress itself up in you know whatever but it it will almost always come back to fear and the ego mm-hmm. i'm i'm gonna get personal what what were you most afraid of or what what's the fear story that comes up for you what day <laughs> what day <laughs> today day? what was the fear today <laughs> Um, you know, I like anybody else have, have a lot of different fears. Um, probably, you know, the strongest one I have for the past 
significant period of time is, is <clears throat> excuse me, fear of <clears throat> moving forward without my husband, sorry. <clears throat> And it's, uh, it's, more, it's not, it's kind of hard to describe. It's, it, that's reality. Mm -hmm. um, that is my reality. Um, but sometimes it's just the, you know, the, the fear of moving forward without him. Um, that's probably the strongest one I have, doing it alone. Um, not having that person, that partner to talk through things with. Um, you know, for a long time, you know, I'm a fairly strong willed independent person <laughs> and, um, and for a long time, I just found it difficult, you know, for the first, probably, I don't know, six or eight months, I couldn't even make a decision. I could not have decided my way out of a box if I wanted to. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, that again, that just comes from fear, fear of making a mistake, fear of doing it wrong. Um. But yeah, that's probably, you know, given the fact that I'm trying really hard not to cry, is probably telling me that it's, that's my biggest fear right now. Yeah. Well, I can imagine having that, that really solid relationship where you have so much built trust and so much history and, and just knowing and certainty to not have that every day, to not have it in its, in its past form, it, right. it makes you question, well, what's right for me now and where do I go with this? Right. Yeah. And, and that's, that's been one of my biggest challenges and, you know, how do I, which direction do I go in, you know, the bigger decisions. And I mean, it's not like I, I, I can't make the decisions. I absolutely could make the decisions. I made them before we were married. I made them while we were married, but you know, something in that, that process, you know, you just kind of lose a little bit of that. So, um, you know, there's just different challenges that come with it, but it's just the, the, the season of, of, you know, life right now. Yeah. But that's, well, and you know, part it, of it. It's, a, it's amazing how you've used this, this obstacle or this, this change in your life and this pain and, and have converted into a way of helping people uh, in their own situations and scaling and leveling up. And so, you know, I'm, I'm curious how, how, how you're seeing that kind of mirrored in the, in the clients that you're working with. Well, interestingly enough, I didn't, I, I did not, this was not my intention. <laughs> it never is. <laughs> it never, yeah, no, it never is. Um, I, uh, the platform that I use, I've used for, you know, two decades. I used it in my uh, firm with businesses before. I used it with David's businesses, I, you know, and I, and I continue to use it because it is tried and true and proven and, you know, all of the bells and whistles and, and that stuff. However, with that being said, you know, I just wanted, um, I just wanted something to, to do, um, you know, after he was gone, um, we made, you know, in, in, when, when we were able to level his business up, we, we made a, a, a buttload of money. So, um, you know, when I was sitting here trying to figure out now, what am I going to do? I, I don't, I don't have to work, but mm -hmm. I want, I want to work because I really enjoy what I do. And I wanted to have purpose in that. So part of that, and I'm going to step back just a little bit. When I was doing all that climbing and hiking in uh, last year, in, uh, in 2020, um, I ended up being an inspiration to um, a lot of women my age, which was far from my intent. 
and, and I'm like, yeah, you don't want to see me on my off days because I'm not very inspirational. <laughs> but they really, they, they really were getting a lot from, you know, the experiences and what I was doing. And so now jump back to me trying to figure out what I want to, you know, do with my life. I wanted it to have purpose. And I realized that, you know, in helping other people, especially women who statistically business have businesses that never reach a million dollars much less multiple six figures these are people that can that that need that that guidance need that expertise need the the knowledge to really be able to take their businesses to a place where they can not only um you know help their families but they can help their staff's families and they can create legacies and, and help their communities. And these, these businesses and these women business owners can really have a huge impact in, you know, in their bubble, in their community, in, in their environment to, to a, a, an exponential degree. And that was where I started seeing, okay, now there's a purpose in that. It's not just about helping somebody learn how to, you know, get to, you know, six, six or seven figures. It's, there's a legacy there. There's an impact there and it can, and it can trickle down to, you know, families of families of families. Now I got a reason to get up in the morning, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So really you are a legacy seed planner. I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Isn't it amazing what happens when purpose just appears? Yes. Yes, it is. It's also a little scary, um, but it's okay. You know, that's okay. If it's not a little scary, I don't think it's that necessarily worth it. I, I have this, this process that I go through with my, with my clients where I, I, I tell them to give me a number or tell me what they want. And I was like, how much does this make you want to throw up? <laughs> and they're like, mm. I was like, no, it's not big enough then. Right. Right. Yeah. So the, there's this like, it's almost like this, um, I don't know if it's compromise or if it's like minimizing this like mm -hmm. safety of like, I don't want to dream too big. I don't want to plan too big because I'm afraid of what's on the other side. And when we were talking about the fear, it's like, mm -hmm. I feel like people in the fear of success are really doing a number on, on what they could, could do in the future. Absolutely. It, can you imagine if everybody walked around in their business, not afraid of that, you know, that big, hairy, audacious goal, <laughs> it, yeah. would be, it, it would be insane, <laughs> but it would be the, the, the amount of, of, of impact that they could have is mm -hmm. it's phenomenal. So then that gets me curious about, so why do we have this fear and where is it actually coming from? Because I don't think it's coming from us. Um, okay, so I'm not the expert, although I've done a lot of work. <laughs> I should be the expert. <laughs> I can definitely put you in touch with somebody who, who works with me. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, um, uh, uh, ego and subconscious and childhood. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, I think it's those three areas and, and the, you know, the ego and the subconscious or the ego is trying to protect us. Mm -hmm. And that's stemming from, you know, the, the childhood experiences we where somebody told us something one day and 
you know, somebody put boundaries on us to, you know, quote unquote, protect us, but that also instills a certain fear. You know, when your parents tell you to look both ways before you cross the street, it is to protect us, but now we have a fear of crossing the street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, put that into, you know, that, that growing up adult experience of confidence in yourself or the imposter syndrome, or, you know, if I make a million dollars, then, you know, I'm going, I'm going to have to deal with the IRS, you know, in the fear of the IRS. And, you know, it, it's, it, it all translates and it all builds upon itself. And then you have that ego that is just trying to, you know, protect you anyway and keep you playing small because that's where it's quote unquote safe. Um, that is the extent of my ability to really verbalize that. You nailed it. That was great. <laughs> um, yeah, past that. <laughs> yeah, but but I so I, I asked that because we we put this whole like guardrail around ourselves that this is my story this is my label this is what i'm destined to become i can't think bigger everything mm -hmm. is small but if we can pull it back and look at it for what it was is it was unintended consequences from learned behavior from our parents from society and ultimately from a system that gains from us not thinking big if Absolutely. we can challenge the powers that be their power is threatened absolutely Absolutely. Especially, you know, when you're talking about women mm -hmm. and really under recognizing, accepting and stepping into their power. And when you're talking about challenging the status quo, the, you know, surrounding socioeconomic situation, you know, all of that, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, they, they, that, that whole situation has a huge, you know, social, uh, behavioral, financial desire to keep that, you know, it, that status quo exactly the way it is. So yeah, that's, um, yeah, very good point. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I just always look at like, who is winning in this? Like, why, mm -hmm. why do we keep doing this? Right. And it's, it's because we've been trained to believe it. Correct. And reinforced. Right. So, let's play a different game let's opt into a different game absolutely yeah what should we call our game <laughs> yeah recognize your power step into that power and start using that power mm -hmm. and call it the power game yeah <laughs> power game yep yeah so for for people who have never really felt what it is to step into their power mm -hmm. imagine that they're sitting across from you and you're like Christine, I don't, I don't know what my power is. I don't know where I have power. What would you say to them? Um, I, I think, I think it's about, you know, I, oof. <laughs> I think it's about knowing yourself. I think your power comes from recognizing yourself and recognizing that we have the ability to create our lives. When I finally, when I knew I was going to lose my husband, I knew it was going to break me. <clears throat> and at that point, I started trying to create a new reality for myself.
Mm-hmm. And that's what I held on to mentally. And basically I wrote it out. It's, you know, a lot of different people call it a lot of different things, but writing your reality or whatever. Um, but it was the only thing that I could hold, hold on to for hope. <clears throat> and what I realized in that process, going through that process, losing him, and then stepping back into it again afterwards because I was in such a low place. I needed that hope. I needed something to hold on to, to pull me out of that insanely incredible darkness where I'd never gone before ever in my entire life. I'd never been there. So when I started understanding that I had the power to create my reality that's when I started realizing I was a powerful being on this planet. And this may get a little woo-woo, we, have a, we haven't already. Um, that that there's, a, there's a lot, we have a lot of ability at, in our own selves to create our reality. It doesn't happen to us. It happens for us and we have control over what we do with it. And once I realized that, I was able to start creating exactly what I, well, almost exactly what I wanted in life, you know, barring, you know, raising the dead. I can't do that. I wish I could, but I can't. But with what I had, you know, there was, there were lessons there. And I learned so much about myself and him and our relationship and everything else from that. And that was his journey and I was there for him, but now I have that power and I'm creating my life. And every single person has that power. No matter what's going on in their lives, they have the power to control and change and make something new. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may not, it, 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 let me step back, I'm sorry. Look, I couldn't, cont- I couldn't keep him from passing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I didn't, that, but that wasn't in my control. That's not something that I could control. That took every ounce of, of being that I had to, to recognize and accept that because I definitely was the, 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 the willful child stomping her foot going, no, mm-hmm. no, no, you can't do that. You know, what, what do I need to do to make that not happen? You know, what bargain can I strike up? What, what you know, how much of a better person, you know, all of that stuff that was not, that was his journey. That's what I mean by when I say that's his journey, but I have other things that I can control. I can control what I do with it. And that's what I'm choosing to do. And that's where the power is. What what came up for me is when you write your Mm storyline, it becomes your rope of hope to pull you out. Yes. And it did. It, It absolutely did. That was you, 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 when you go through crap, <laughs> you, you have to, um, you have to be able to see the light. I, I equate it to, um, and this is a terrible analogy, but it's the best analogy I can come up with. Do you ever see the Shawshank Redemption mm-hmm. when he's crawling through the sewer to escape mm-hmm. and he's crawling through 200 yards of, you know, poop waste and he comes out waste and he comes out the other side in the rain and he and he's cleaned that is the analogy that's what it that's that's basically and you have to see the other side you have to see the light because what's the alternative 
<laughs> you know, um, and I didn't, and I chose not to remain in the alternative. And by writing that reality every day, sometimes two and three times a day, that was my hope. That was my light at the end of the tunnel. That was my rope pulling me out. Um, and that again, that's power. I chose to do that. So let's, let's talk about writing your reality. So were you talking about, I'm writing what's currently happening in the present. Were you talking about your future? What future. was happening? Future. Yeah, I was writing the future. Um, I knew I wasn't going to stay in that house. I knew, um, like, like I said in, in my bio that I, I, I no longer had a job. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, it was, a, my life was, you know, I knew when he was gone, um, I was going to be devastated, but I was also going to have a blank slate. Um, so I wrote about the kind of place I wanted to live, um, the things that I wanted to do, the kind of, um, work I wanted to do. Um, I, I was writing in the future tense about things that the, about the life that I wanted to create. Um, if I had to live in this world without him, it was going to be a certain way. And that's mm -hmm. what I wrote about. And I wrote about as if I, um, yeah, this is very law of attraction-y, you know, mm -hmm. I wrote it as if it had already happened and I worked very hard to emit the emotions of how I would feel if that happened. Um, and I firmly believe that I created my new house that way. Um, because I had a very, very particular set of checklists or very, very particular checklist that I wanted in this house. And uh, it, I pretty much got everything I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> it's much easier to find when it's already clear in your head what you're it, looking exactly, for. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. I, I think that's a great, a great pointer is like start with a daily practice of speaking to your future and being really clear and reinforcing it. Yes. Uh, it doesn't happen overnight, but it is about those small incremental st steps in the right direction that that go up the mountain. We'll bring it back to the analogy. Yes, it, it, it is very much the consistency um, and, and the patience because, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight. But, um, yeah, doing it consistently, consistently and really leaning into it and being very and the specificity is 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 a necessity. You have to be very specific about what you want, because if you're not, universe is just going to go, is just going to chunk some stuff at you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I know what that feels like. <laughs> it's like, oh, you want to be general. You want to be, you want to yeah. just like say you want happiness. Here you go. Figure it out. Exactly. <laughs> it's like being in the bargain bin and trying to find one thing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> So if you had to give one nugget of truth, one nugget of a, a tip, a hack for, for our listeners out there to uh, scale up, level up, uh, be resilient, what, what would you pass on? You know, there's a lot that's rambling around. I, 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 you know, normally I would say step into and recognize your power, but I think I'm going to take it one step further in, in, in that, you know, learn about yourself, who you are, what you are, and truly understand um, in, a, in a, you know, real honest way who you are 
and accept and love that person with every ounce of your being every single day. That is a practice that we do not do. And I have had to learn very, very painfully. Um, but once you truly understand who you are and love who you are, because we all are unique and we are here for a purpose and a reason. We're not mistakes. Um, nobody is a mistake. Um, there's a reason you are the way you are. So love it, adore it, and then use it. Use it for whatever purpose you need to use it for. And if you don't know what your purpose is, just keep throwing something out there. Sooner or later, something's going to stick. You'll figure it out. <laughs> it's not, you're not, actually, you're not going to figure it out. It's going to be, you, it's going to be given to you. <laughs> it's not when you least expect it. <laughs> when you least expect it, it will, it will reveal itself. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, figure out who you are and, and, and love that. Mm, love it a lot. Great. Yeah. Oh, I got my, my heart's like, yay. And like, it's just got a little hug on it. <laughs> awesome. So you've got a brand new podcast just I came do. out. What is the name of it? Where can people find it? The climb with Christine. And right now it's just on iTunes, but this week it's going to be out on Spotify and the, the, all the other ones. Awesome. Yeah, I know. It's like there's 27 distri different distribution channels for podcasts. Yeah, I don't anymore. know if I'm going to hit all of them, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll put a link to the show up in uh, the show notes. And thank you. Uh, if people want to learn more about you and uh, climb some mountains with you, where should yep. they go? Coachingtheclimb.com. Awesome. Christine, thank yep. you so much for, uh, for, walking along this path with me today and sharing uh, your lessons and, and getting getting real, getting raw and, and sharing some of those, uh, those harder uh, emotions that we don't always talk about in business. And it's, you know, it's not always comfortable, but I appreciate your candor and your vulnerability and your honesty um, and sharing that with our audience. And uh, for all the Spitfires out there, keeping awesome and check out Christine. <laughs>